Welcome to the Kara's Cares digital show and podcast where we explore the cutting edge of wellness. I'm Kara Sundlin, and this episode is sponsored by the Center for Advanced Reproductive Services. So I'm excited to, to talk about this. Perhaps you've been seeing it in your feeds. A lot of people swear by the health benefits of vinegar. They're even drinking it, like apple cider vinegar. So is it really healthy? How should you use it? And does it help you lose weight? Just some of the many questions. Naturopathic Dr. Artemis Morris is here now to break it all down for us. Welcome, doctor. Thank you, Kara. Always a pleasure. So just first of all, is vinegar healthy? I'm going to guess yes. It's a natural thing. Yes, vinegar is healthy, and it's been part of our food system, part of food and medicine for thousands of years. So how should we really use it? So there are different ways of using it for different things because the health benefits include lowering blood sugar. It can also decrease insulin resistance. It can also help with weight loss and satiety. Um, there's even studies for antibacterial properties. There are some cancer studies. So it depends on how you're using it. And it goes so way back that it was part of our um, medical system, you know, in Europe and in the U.S. as an oxymel. So a combination of vinegar and honey is good for your throat and has antibacterial properties. But in general, one to two tablespoons a day um, in water before meals or as part of a salad dressing or as pickled or fermented food is the best way to use it according to the research that I've been reviewing. So let's talk about the losing weight part. All over Instagram, you're going to see people, I lost five pounds and all I did is start taking vinegar. That, I don't know if that's an extreme version or why would vinegar help us lose belly fat? So vinegar, it's kind of fun um, because vinegar means sour wine, basically in French. And it basically, what it is, it's a slightly acidic liquid that contains vitamins. It contains minerals. It's high in antioxidants. And what it does is it lowers our blood sugar response to that food. So there are studies that have been done um, in women, in, in humans, in animal studies. And so it's going to lower the blood sugar response and it's going to lower the insulin response as well. Like some studies, 30%, other studies, 50%, 60% with each meal. So there's a study in healthy women that showed that if they had one tablespoon of, this was apple cider vinegar in this particular study, um, during, before their bagel and OJ, they lowered their blood sugar and they were more, they felt fuller the rest of the day. The, the scientific word is called satiety. So it's gonna decrease our cravings. It's gonna decrease our blood sugar. There's also studies showing it decreases cholesterol and um, is helpful for reducing risk of heart disease. So really, I think it's the fullness. It's also, it's decreasing the absorption of fats and carbohydrates. So there are a lot of different mechanisms that are being studied now, but all of those can translate to eating less, um, to being fuller faster, and to decreasing your blood sugar, which over time is really important for weight and metabolism. And one of the other ways it's doing that is by changing our microbiome. And you know, I love to talk about the microbiome. Yeah, you know a little definition. The yeah. microbiome is sort of like all of the bacteria all over us, right? And 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 that's a good thing. Uh, we actually need those to be healthy. 
It, you know, the microbiome, absolutely. It's the bacteria in and on us. It's just as much genetic material for the gut bacteria and all of the bacteria in and on us as our human cells. And the mechanism by which vinegar is changing some of our uh, metabolism, it looks like that is one of the ways it's doing it too, by creating a healthier microbiome. Um, and there was a recent study that was really fascinating that came out last year by Carol Johnson at University of Arizona that showed that one tablespoon of apple cider vinegar for college students, a small study, actually decreased their depression on a rating scale and increased some of the neurotransmitter precursors. So, so there may be many applications of vinegar therapeutically. Um, one to two tablespoons a day is what I'm seeing in the literature for that. So you could overdo a good thing, right? When you see people who are watching it, oh, I'm just going to drink this and that'll hopefully help me lose weight. Uh, too much of a good thing possible? Absolutely. So in all cultures, you know, Greek culture, all cultures, moderation is so important. You know, I remember when, you know, teaching nutrition, one of the things I always told my students, this is a pharmacology principle, dose determines the poison. So even too much water is bad for you, right? So with vinegar too, you want to personalize, and this is the hallmark of holistic medicine, of integrative medicine, naturopathic medicine is, you know, see how you feel. So start with one tablespoon, maybe in some water. I think the best way though, to incorporate vinegar into your diet, if it's okay for you, is on a salad. There's actually been a lot of studies looking at it in food. And there was one study in particular using extra virgin olive oil and vinegar um, in a salad really decreased blood sugar and help with satiety. So I think just, you know, having a nice extra virgin olive oil and vinegar salad a day would be an easy way to introduce it. Yeah. And especially if you're eating it before uh, maybe a more carby meal, right? Which is kind of how people would generally start with a salad. There's some ways to do that. You know, I have to say that if people want to take a look back at an old Kara's Cures where we just did um, wearing a glucose monitor, uh, I was having some swings and I was having more swings at night. And one of the things the dietitian suggested is let's see if it works for you having a little apple cider vinegar and water before you have dinner. I want, she's like, I want to see if your glucose response would be different. Um, and uh, I don't know because actually I started it just as like my I, my two week thing. I, I'd like to get another one. I can do more experiments, but I, I, it can't hurt us to have a little bit of this. It also um, you would say um, it helps with immunity, right? Like I always think, uh oh, there's a stomach virus going around. We better all be drinking some apple cider vinegar, and and in my head that helps us. Yeah, so it does have antibacterial properties as well. And, and you know, I definitely would love to see, you know, how that played out um, and trying it, you know, a, a, a little extra virgin olive oil in combination with organic apple cider vinegar, maybe the combo would do because extra virgin olive oil also lowers insulin and glucose response might be interesting to see. Um, but that's a, a salad, right? Um, but there are a lot of different types of vinegars. And that's one thing too, that's important to look at, you know, the fruit vinegars in particular, like there was one study on a strawberry vinegar that was helpful. You know, there's a lot of great combination vinegars, getting organic, getting kosher. Um, so really, I think experimenting even with the type of vinegar would be good. There are a lot of studies on apple cider, but that's not the only kind out there. Balsamic's been shown to be good in a lot of studies, and that's a, a wine vinegar. So I think just playing around with your vinegars, making it fun, making it delicious, uh, pickles, you know, pickling foods, 
also that has naturally has some of the vinegar in it. That yeah. would be a lot of fun to play with those. Okay. All right. And it's interesting because a lot of times, you know, other cultures might have some healthy ways. And the Greek culture eats a lot of great food. But I'm thinking like if you go to, say, Ichiban in Hartford, where it's a Korean-Japanese restaurant, the first thing they do is put all this pickled food out as free appetizers like kimchi and all these things. So in some cultures, the way they eat normally like that, or in a Mediterranean culture, putting the olive oil and vinegar on a salad, these are things that um, have been done forever, but they actually have major health benefits. You are, you're so wise because that is a really astute observation and absolutely traditional cultures, traditional ways of eating, whether it's Asian cultures, whether it's Mediterranean, whether it's from, you know, the African continent, traditionally the pickled foods, the more acidic foods would be used as an appetite stimulant. So absolutely there's Torsi, there are, um, you know, my brother-in-law's Persian, so it's even Persian culture. Yeah. So those uh, more acidic kind of pickled foods, you know, there's wisdom in that because those can lower the blood sugar of the meal. It can make you fuller longer and it may help promote with weight loss. It can reduce cholesterol, studies on heart disease, and maybe it even makes us a little happier if it's making our microbiome um, a little more improved. Yeah, yeah. It'd be great to give it to our, our teens and our kids, although I have a feeling you're going to have to mix it in something. They're not going to be too happy to shoot it. <laughs> It's, you know, that's where the salads come in. I was known for my salads because I got some really amazing vinegars. Like there's some seasons, seasons tap room in Bethlehem in Pennsylvania, adding some delicious fruit vinegars. You can get them with peach. You can get them with raspberries, you know? So I think exploring beyond the apple cider would be really fun for salads. And you might find that, you know, kids of all ages really can enjoy that okay. as well. If you, the extra virgin olive oil. You know, there was a question actually um, uh, about uh, what about if you have acid reflux? And uh, this sounds opposite, but I was reading that actually, in fact, when I was struggling a little bit with some, my doctor said that it would be helpful to add some apple cider vinegar to my diet, which it seems like you wouldn't want to add acidic if you're dealing with acid reflux. But is that the case? Should Can it help us if you're dealing with that? That's a great question, Kara. I'm glad you brought it up because stomach acid reflux um, can actually be due to low stomach acid or high stomach acid. So, so people with, um, in particular, uh, blood types like blood type A, and there are different. There's different research on how that might influence. And as we get older, our stomach acid decreases, and that can impact our ability to digest our food properly. So, so vinegar does help reduce um, the, uh, it basically reduces some enzymes that helps us digest protein, carbohydrates, and fats better. And so if you have reflux, you can try like, you know, one tablespoon of vinegar in water before meals and see if that helps you. And certainly discuss that with your doctor, but it actually, the reflux may go away because you might have low stomach acid that's causing that reflux-like symptom. So I think it's worth a try. Um, you know, certainly do that in conjunction with your integrated practitioner as well as your physician. So it it's, uh, sounds like there's a couple of reasons. We have it before meals. It can help us perhaps uh, lose weight, stabilize our blood sugar, and it might help you if uh, avoid some acid reflux. Yes. 
yes, it has a lot of potential benefits, but, and, you know, exploring the different types, I think is going to be really like the fun of it, because even some of the rice vinegars, you know, have some particular studies on it for immune function. Now, people will ask, what if I'm already on a, uh, an acid blocker um, uh, for, apple, for uh, reflux? Because a lot of people are put on those. I know you don't like anyone to be on them too long. Uh, and most people, I think, are trying to get off of them because there's some studies about not staying on them for too long. But if you're already on a medication for some reflux um, or you're already struggling with some blood sugar, people say, well, what if then should I not do this? Or do we not have to worry because it's just vinegar and it doesn't have a counter interaction? And, you know, always consult with your integrative practitioner, with your physician, if there is a question about your medication and interactions or your pharmacist. Um, but in terms of in general, food is very safe. And this is where, you know, dose determines the poison. I have to say that one again, where having some uh, foods, some pickled foods before meals, having um, salad with extra virgin olive oil and some of the vinegar, or even just doing one tablespoon in water before meals. You, you know, it's very, there's not a lot of studies showing that that would be harmful. The harmful aspects of any food, of any medicine comes when it's too much um, at the wrong time. So I think one to two tablespoons a day um, in water or as a salad, you know, really, this is where we have to learn to become more aware of ourselves. And we can really help our doctors to understand what we need by really understanding how food makes us feel, how our medication makes us feel. So in general, I haven't seen any studies uh, with one to two tablespoons a day being harmful in any way, but yeah. certainly always consult with your doc. So um, what about skin? I've seen apple cider vinegar, uh, and again, maybe it's other vinegars too, but they've said it's good to put it in, you know, either you're drinking it or you're putting it on topically for um, athlete's foot, for acne, for you know, all these topical uses. What, what do you know about that? It's it's interesting because there are studies out there showing that there are some antifungal and antibacterial properties. One thing that's really misunderstood, and this is there's an article I've been meaning to write about this, and maybe you have inspired me. Maybe I'll actually write it now um, about the anti candida diet um, and the yeast um, cleansing diet because candida is a yeast that gets overgrown. It's a normal yeast, but it can grow and create all sorts of problems from fatigue to bloating to immune system dysfunction, uh, chronic yeast infections, like a lot of things can happen, go wrong. And this is like a low level. And in general, most, um, a lot of naturopaths and integrated practitioners are like, oh, stay away from vinegar, stay away from fermented foods. And from the research I've been reviewing for years now and, and teaching for over a decade, there's actually studies showing benefit, antifungal benefit from certain types of vinegars. So I think it's worth a try, but this is where you have to see how you feel um, because it does have some antifungal properties and um, it, it would be safe to try it. And this is where, again, consult with your dermatologist, you know, depending on what's going on. But it's, it's a safe old home remedy. You know, it's been used for thousands of years. Make sure you get a good quality, get organic if you can. You know, don't yeah. uh, use the white distilled vinegar. That's more for cleaning yes. or pickling. You're really, you know, invest in a good quality. Um, and especially like the fruit vinegars seem to have 
the, the best properties. Yes, I know a lot of people like the Braggs. That's easy to find for the apple cider, but good to know. My husband doesn't really like apple cider vinegar. He likes the balsamic. Uh, he'll be happy to know that you think that those the balsamic also has some benefits. We just keep talking about apple cider vinegar. <laughs> yes. The balsamic is great. In fact, you know, it's it's one of the you know oldest vinegars, the Moderna. Like, so definitely the balsamic vinegar. A lot of studies have been done on that. Even rice vinegars. Um, there's a really great um, kosher vinegar coming out soon that is you know is combined with different other herbs that you add antioxidant properties to it. So there are some vinegar combinations. Even I have some that I've used in the Mediterranean detox program that actually have like clove or other spices in it. So you get even more antioxidant potential there. So that's going to be beneficial. So you've got like a double whammy in terms of health benefits. So I think really go beyond apple cider and start playing with some of the, the vinegars, you know, get the best quality, get organic, um, topically, maybe just the apple cider, but you know, um, play around with some of those, um, in terms of cooking and food. Well, the Germans like to put vinegar on their French fries. Maybe the French fries won't make us as fat if we put the vinegar on them. (laughs) That's what research is showing. Maybe there's, you know, this is where I love the wisdom, the cultural wisdom about how we eat is so prevalent. Like you were saying that most cultures have something a little acidic or something fermented before meals because that traditionally does lower blood sugar. It helps the glycemic response. Absolutely. Yeah. Putting yeah, a little vinegar on the, the fries. That might be the ticket to uh, be able to eat more French fries if you uh, have high blood sugar issues. Leave the skin on and put the vinegar on. All right. So, you know, we're coming to the end of our time here, but I want to let everyone know that I know you counsel people in Connecticut where the Artemis uh, Wellness Center is, but you also do a lot of telemedicine, especially nowadays. Um, so uh, if you're wondering exactly how to use food as medicine or what's right for you or how to take a more integrative approach to your health, uh, you can make an appointment with the Artemis Wellness Center. All you have to do is go to ArtemisWellnessCenter.com. And I know you work with people's regular doctors as well. So sometimes it's just having that extra uh, mind in there who specializes in nutrition and you can still see your traditional doc. Yeah, collaboration is the best medicine and naturopathic doctors are the only general practice trained physicians trained in nutrition throughout our medical school. So we love collaborating. You know, that's patient-centered medicine and uh, that's where what we're all about. Absolutely. Dr. Artemis Morris, thank you so much. I'm going to get my vinegar. Thank you. Let me know how it goes. <laughs> okay. And uh, you can watch more Kara's Cures on the cutting edge of wellness right here on the WFSP Plus streaming app. You can also follow me on social media at Kara Sundlin. I will post them there and always appreciate your comments. Have a great day, everyone, and be well.